0: Hi, folks. Have you ever had the nagging suspicion that your hairline is retreating on you? Ever get curious about why it suddenly feels so breezy up there? Well, father time comes for us all, and when you think he might be coming for your hair, get him out of there with Keeps. Yes, friends, Keeps, a revolutionary new treatment for male pattern baldness and hair loss that, when used at the first signs of balding, allows you to keep that beautiful head of hair full and firm. Best of all, You can use Keeps from the comfort of your own home. Simply visit one of their doctors online and have a prescription mailed to the convenience of your own home. Every three months you'll get more, and if you're worried about the price, don't. Keeps uses a generic version of hair loss medicines and passes the savings on to you. A new price for a new you starting at $10 a month. But don't forget to act soon, because the key to Keeps is prevention, not regrowth. Save that head of hair, friend, before it goes away, and save it today with a special offer code by going to www.keeps.com slash hegelbon. That's www.keeps.com slash hegelbon. Go there and receive your first month free and tell them Hegelbon sent ya. No Cartridge Audio, my name is Trevor Strunk, Hegelbond on Twitter, and I have with me the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Electricity, uh, Mr. Uh, Sean McTiernan of uh, just every podcast you've listened to, um, uh, hundreds of dead bodies, hundreds of pixelated dead bodies, uh, shows about not dead bodies, uh, and of course all units, uh, the, fam- the most famous of them all. Sean, welcome back.
1: Hello, thank you very much. What a nice introduction. You remembered some of what I've done, which is more than
0: I can say for myself. Great I, I to be think, back. I think I named most of them except the one I liked the most, which was your, your time radio <laughs> podcast. Yeah. It's
1: nice to have a secret. Um but yeah, no. <laughs> happy to be happy to be
0: back. Happy to be back. Yeah, no, I, I was I was very pleased uh when when you said that you had listened to the last episode, uh, because that means one listen, um, which is uh I believe <laughs> a personal best. And um, we
1: did it. Well, that's. I mean, part of the reason I'm here is a we did it party for the one listen. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> thank, thank you.
0: That's. You know what? I I heard that Chapo uh, did a um uh, a whole roast with all their friends. Um, on uh, you'll hear my family in the background uh, with all their friends for their 500th episode, and I thought maybe I'd do something similar. So this is that.
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah, both of us are. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. No. And um, and I think we both. Make at least as much where we we have written at least as much book, I think,
0: between us. Um, So, yeah, that's that's (laughs) potentially, yes. Um, Is it as published? Well, check back with us later. Um, Depends on your definition of the word, first of all. I've been reading a lot
1: of (laughs) libertarian theory. Turns out that's actually pretty vague. But, yeah, no, I heard the last episode and I was very excited. Um, to talk about video game criticism uh, because <laughs> it's just me but still I'm, I'm uh, I thought I'll inflict this on Trev now there is another I do have an ulterior motive oh um, my uh, <clears throat> my beautiful wife is a very devout listener of um, Buena Vista Socialist Club and if I appear on your show I can kind of through like osmosis associate myself with um, uh, the the effervescent Andrew from that and perhaps gain some some of the uh, brownie points that I lost by the floor of my room collapsing in the house a couple of weeks ago so um <laughs> so it's, I, it's gonna I'm be gonna I'm brutal. just going
0: to uh on your on your lovely wife's birthday uh whenever it may be I'm just going to get Andrew to say happy birthday to her um,
1: oh imagine how Australian that would sound unbelievable
0: yeah um, just just yeah. so so Australian and so it, uh he has he has such the he has the calmest possible voice. Um I, I yeah
1: I tell you, I have nothing but respect for them. I I, I think they're all great. I I am, um, of course, sadly I don't listen to any podcasts that aren't all detectives now, so I can't tell you what goes <laughs> on in them. But I have to say I have noticed a phenomenon in my home of creeping Australia because my <laughs> my oh, wife yes. listens my wife listens to uh Buena Vista Buena Vista, uh, Buena Vista sorry
0: socialist club. And <laughs> Buena Vista Socialist Club is a place where uh an old-time detective would go.
1: She, I mean, my wife sometimes produces a cigar guitar, cigar box guitar and kind of serenades (laughs) as I look down corners. That's, you don't know her life. Um, But uh, there's that, but there's also Australian MasterChef is a big presence in our house um, and some other Australian (laughs) cooking show as well. I feel like there's a lot of Australian culture for considering it's a, it's a country that I have, I would say, like active suspicion and fear of just because of the amount of Irish people there.
0: Mm. Um, yeah. I, that's,
1: that's, I, that's really, reasonable. I prefer they stay there, the ones that are there that got there. And uh, it's just a lot of Australia in the house. So I'm not entirely comfortable with it, but I'm trying to go along with it for the best.
0: Need Oscar, uh, my son, has gotten really into the show Bluey, which is uh, an Australian show. It's an Australian cartoon show about this, uh, basically, like it's a family of dingoes. Um, it's cute. It's like, it's, it's harmless. It's, it's very nice. But, uh, um, the dad is always playing like fun games with the kids so really setting me up for, uh, looking pretty bad in in comparison, but, um,
1: (laughs) you're uh, not a dingo. Where are all your, the corks on your house? Um,
0: can you, can you please buy us a billabong? Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) but yeah, the, um, uh, the, the one he uh, he's like he's playing with them and he pretends one of the kids is his morning paper and he says it in Australian accent. Obviously, they're, they're all Australian. So uh, I have to, I have started having to say it in an Australian accent for Oscar, um, which is fortunately my Australian accent is not bad because I watched a detective show based in Australia. And so I learned it. Uh, oh, nice but, but yeah, creeping Australianism, it is it is a thing.
1: It's out there. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, I know, like, there's like 18 different politicians that look like kind of, um, the, the, the second killer farmer in a, in a Todd, <laughs> Toby Hooper film that I'm, I'm aware eat onions like apples and all this kind of stuff. I know what Hungry Jacks is. There's a lot of, you know, it's out there. It's, it's out there. I know I, I, I am, um, I did also have a, a, a colleague once who, went to Australia for several weeks and came back and kept, like, really weirdly saying he was really enjoyed being there because of the culture. And, Mm. like, he said the culture a lot. And he (laughs) He eventually narrowed it down to just the racism. Like, I think that... (laughs) He said the culture
0: as if he was talking, as if he was someone, like, doing a podcast on 90s (laughs) (laughs) hip-hop.
1: Yeah, exactly. He was a KRS one. He said, I I really just loved those crazy guys (laughs) and their basic instructions. Before leaving the surfboard, yeah, no, it was. Um, he was just he was just really into them saying bold people and stuff. So, and, cool yeah, the par- the party for car owners or whatever mad shit they have going on. Anyway, listen, we're not here to talk about Austria. much as. We Unfortunately
0: for them. the audience, uh, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> well, I'm so I'm glad sure. I'm glad I can get you some some uh Bunta Vista uh, proximity. I think I think they would do to have you on their podcast, but uh, I you know I I will. I will. I will only ever play matchmaker when asked. Um,
1: I, I, I don't think. I think. I don't think I'm funny enough. Honestly, I, I would be. I'd be very much. And why? And why do you? Is now? Do you think the "Rip, Rip Woodchip" song is funny, or is it a good? I just go down all the Australian songs <laughs> I know and be like, novelty song or not. The one about Marmite sandwich, novelty song or not. Nick Cave got to be novelty song, right? Like, so I would. Uh, yeah, no. Just uh, but, uh, I, so, I
0: would end up asking. I think I was. I forget if I ever was on. I think I. I think I was on Bunta Vista once, and I think I. Think think i did ask um uh, the difference between marmite and vegemite like i I was just like you know what i'm not going to pretend i don't want to ask this question just just
1: be just be one of the i I I would just be like king gizzard and the lizard wizard are we is that you is that are we supposed to be taking that (laughs) seriously um but yeah it's uh anyway listen australia aside which it's a big country but big aside yeah so 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 what I, i wanted to talk about i was like so I have to say that I'm coming from the point of view so so the previous discussion you had on your solo episode, and not to imply people don't listen to solo episodes. That's okay.
0: If they don't, that's fine too. Speaking
1: speaking from experience on my mostly solo episode podcast, but what you were saying was um, about the nature of, of video
0: game criticism. Yeah, and, and like, like yeah, video game criticism, particularly as sort of like a bellwether for criticism in general, or media criticism in general, where it's more about this 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 sense of um, I like it, so I have to defend it from that position. As opposed to sort of separating the the idea of liking something and then having to defend it as like art. It's a, a little more complicated than that, but that's a good simple uh, gloss, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think, and, and it's interesting to me because I have long held I had this revelation about video game journalism, which I think years and years ago, which I think would probably be on about the level of people realizing that like you know oh there's major and minor keys in music like it's a very basic (laughs) thing but still it like really really stuck with me where i'm like oh the basis for all of these things like all of video game criticism is not a version of film criticism but for video games or which i think if you're if you're if you don't think about it like i didn't for years and years you would think oh it's like arts criticism or whatever you know But you think, oh, it's like video games; it has some basis in that. But the the core of it, the beating heart of
0: it, is stereo reviews. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's actually that's a really good point. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's
1: consumer electronics. Like, like so. You you know, it's not like like as much as I'm sure. Like you know, you read film reviews now, and I mean now it's all different thing. As you spoke about with um with, with with Andrew about the Marvel films and stuff, like it's spectacle versus actual cinema and. And on all that kind of thing, and we can probably get onto a little bit of that in a while because of how, you know, how I think the reason that I think the Marvel films are so successful is because they found the people best marketed to, um, which are comic nerds and applied that logic to the rest of culture. Now, you would say most. the Marvel films
0: are successful. This is, uh, it's very interesting.
1: <laughs> now, I'm not, I'm here to take capital S stanzas, <laughs> and that's one of them that, <laughs> um, and, uh, but, but anyway, but I think, yeah, like, I think. Hi-fi review, like, once you think of it in terms of, like, does it go, does it get 400 euro loud, this 400 euro speaker? <laughs> like, if you right. think of it in terms of that, and a lot of the video game criticism stuff about people, like, how defensive people get because they've already spent the fucking money. But this is all built in now, even when people are like, um, cause of course I, I am 31, right? Okay. So I am the exact age where everything has been free for me the whole way up <laughs> in terms of piracy not really, I have paid for a load of shit but I am um, I I was kind of a teenager when like broadband was really fast and you could download games or whatever and stuff was being cracked pretty regularly and crucially emulation was coming in or whatever and also um, but I'm not young enough to where all of that stuff was streaming and I you know the way young people can't torrent anything now? yes you know, they don't. They don't understand like, you, you, it. Yeah. yeah, It's like you're like a dumb dick, and they're like, "Well, why would I?" Pay? It's like, "No, you're you're stupid." I hate you, young person. That can't. That doesn't know what it's like to be stuck at zero, seniors, and ninety nine percent. But, but like, um, oh, when will that Miami Vice season complete? But, but like, I, I, so I'm used to not having to. I, I still remember spending a lot of money on a video game. I remember the feeling, like specifically when I was eight or nine. Must been younger, of going up to Dublin, having all of the money that I had amassed in the world, which was about six or seven euro, maybe. <laughs> buying because I was always one console behind because my parents were clever um, or cruel, depending on what you think.
0: Um, and, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll uh, seed uh, that one to you. You can you can tell me which one they were. Yeah, teachers.
1: Um. So both. So <laughs> I. Uh, so I. Um. But I bought Streets of Rage 2. Good. Good choice. I was really excited about it. Incredible game. The best soundtrack ever. Yeah, right. Went home, put it in, finished it. Now, I must have had it on fucking easy mode or something. And I was using the wrestler, lad, you know. So I was just, every lad with a mohawk. I was just flicking them over, no problem. Turkey dinners all around. (laughs) Beat the game, right? And I remember breaking into tears. And not in like a kind of a spiritual ecstatic like I saw God and he was the guy with the skate roller skates. Yeah, you board. were. Well,
0: I, it's amazing that that didn't happen to you when you were like uh, a kid <laughs> that you didn't have religious ecstasy. Yeah, but I wasn't like
1: I wasn't like oh my God, this must what be what that guy with the thirty four letter name talks about when he means flow. No, like <laughs> I, 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 I was like I've invested poorly. Mm, like that's mm. that was the first time I'd ever thought that I'd ever thought. What a fucking waste of money! Like it's the it's the. Apart from uh, like I was, you know, in a way that definitely didn't impact on any of my health or anything. In adulthood, I was very obsessed with sweets when I was a child. Mm. My grandmother used to own a sweet shop,
0: but I still think. Seems like maybe you're being cra- sarcastic there about the. Uh, just I'm, I'm <laughs> translating ten. it for American audiences.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm auditioning for the Australian, uh, but no, <laughs> the I most subtly. Uh, uh, crikey, uh, but no, but I, I, so yeah, I had um. I remember thinking, "What a fucking waste of money!" But it's a really weird feeling, right? Because I'm like, "This thing is aesthetically perfect." Like, I love S- Streets of Rage two. I still do. I bought the remake. It sucked. I'm sorry. I had to be the one to tell you, but it did. It's okay. Uh, just last year, but I and I had exactly the same feeling where I played it and I was like, "What a fucking waste!" Of money. Like it was a real <laughs> circular. Like 25 years later, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Uh, because, I have once again
0: um, wasted my money.
1: But what I'm thinking about is, I, I would not have that feeling about any other thing I would be buying as a kid. You know, like I would never get a comic, or a film, or uh, you know, or a, well, I wasn't really paying for films. Like I'd never shell out for a fucking cinema ticket I'm six or seven. But you know what I mean? That would be. I never have uh, spent the, my the rare six or seven something. year old
0: who's paying their own way. <laughs> <into> the
1: <movie. laughs> yeah, it's like you know, it's a little like I'm like yeah, but it's, it's it's stuff that i loved aesthetically right i can think of like the other big wasted uh this is a bit weird but when i was a child and i think this is common to a lot of um people on the autism spectrum this is a theory i have i was really into the comic dilbert okay as a young child yeah right sure. like seven or eight because it was like ah oh, <laughs> it's refined culture for the smart good um, yes. No, I, I
0: we'll mean I, I liked I like Dilbert. I, I feel like Dilbert was one of those ones that like once you got through with Calvin and Hobbes and it was like, Oh, I finished that lovely piece. It's like, well, what's left? And it's either Dilbert or Foxtrot. <laughs> what is
1: what is of equal artistic achievement to Calvin and Hobbes? Probably, you know, the world's first incel <laughs> like incel Ross drawing shit about TPS reports. Yeah. Like but but no, but I I like many fucking weird children. I love Dilbert and I bought the I saved up and I bought the fucking desktop time wasting game and I hated it and I I mean that was both a shit game and and uh disappointing but all of my early memories of like waste of money are to do with video games yeah you know yeah no that's a really good ones that I liked ones that I fucking liked because they were too they were too short so I realized that like this consumer advocacy of like oh those were great speakers but they burned out that's far more than like oh, the theme of Wuthering Heights is regret and the outsider. Like, that, that's not the kernel inside fucking video game criticism. It's like, did this last... I do think that's a big part of it. Was this loud enough where the colors bright enough? Like, it's not fair to make fun of people who still prize that stuff because that is the kind of psychic core of it, I think.
0: What like Does that make sense? No, it does. And I think, like, you, you know, one of the... It's an odd thing because, like, I think you know making fun of people for that. You're right. It's not the best idea because, of course, like it's not really their fault that it's that, right? It's the yeah. fault of how it's been sold to us all this time. Um, and I think it's it it goes to this sort of sense of video game companies realizing that games as a service is something that can keep making the money because a game is not really understood as something you consume, but as something that kind of like somehow stays with you. Um, yeah I think maybe this is like. I mean, there are a lot of ways to understand this. One of the ways I, I think is that games have always been priced as media luxury items, um, even as they have now been like sort of not priced like that. Like any given sale, a new game will be $30 and then $10 in six months. Um, but they're still priced as luxury goods. Uh, and it's very difficult to sort of imagine a game without imagining that feeling of like, oh, am I going to spend my $60 well? am I going to spend the $50, this one shot I have at like a really good time? Am I going to spend it correctly? Um, I suppose you're right. Like if I bought a $30, like I bought the two, speaking of incels, I bought two, um, uh, volumes of Cerberus when I was a kid. Right. Um, nice. And excellent. I, <laughs> I sitting
1: in a room with all 300 issues of it in it right now. <laughs> oh really? You have them
0: all. Yeah. i I'd
1: like, a I'm not proud, lovely, lovely
0: comic in some ways. Uh, unfortunately for the guy who makes it uh (laughs) yeah i well no look like i i love the way it's drawn um
1: i i don't even really i don't even i just have it as a curiosity like i have it like i'm like i'm like a guy in a robert aikman like story (laughs) that just has a a book (laughs) that won't leave him alone or something like that's me with cerberus like
0: I, I, I honestly, though, like the the second and third graphic novels, those big, massive ones. Um, yeah, the formals, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. um They were like I liked the way those looked so much and I enjoyed looking at them. And then I found out what Dave Sim was. And I was like, well, like now I can never mm-hmm. read this again. I can't ever enjoy it or look at it. But, you know, like I didn't feel like it was a waste of money then. I felt like, oh, I discovered something about this guy. What a shame. Like that's that's unfortunate. Right. Um, it, whereas like in a video game, if I bought a video, like I have talked about quest 64 in the show before, because quest 64 was absolutely this game for me where it's like, oh, uh, you know, like I, I hate this game and I spent a lot of money on it. And like there's nothing I could do about it. Like, that's that's the end of me. Like, I can't. Yeah, I Like, this fault. is my game for a while, and, like, I'm just not going to play it. And just, like, that level of regret and, like, oh, I can't believe what I just oh, did. Oh, it's, it's
1: punishing. And, like, and even if you do, like, like I mean, the first games I got, it's so funny. When I got my PlayStation 1, um, and everybody else had had a PS2 for a year, um, I'm not there, uh, But the, the three games that were bundled with it, was Gran Turismo, Tomb Raider 2, and Final Fantasy VII. Um, And I can't think of three less sean no chorus mctiernan <laughs> games yeah
0: honestly i final mean fantasy you could, you could like well. i think if someone didn't know you they'd be like oh final fantasy 7 is kind of like gritty it's like it's, it's no not yeah. not the way it needs. that
1: to guy be. sounds fat over the radio i bet he likes final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> like I, I yeah i i understand it but like no i i watched someone else play it for ages um a guy who is now who um uh actually no i don't want to say anything about that guy at all okay um, cool but he's, he's a very dangerous man now but, wow uh, uh yes at novak uh, not, not, yeah <laughs> that's right and you know it's funny my history is littered with a lot of people where i nearly say their name and then trail off and then be like they hit me once um but anyway uh probably understandable when you listen to me talk but but those were the games that were packaged with it so i had to fucking i couldn't go turn around to my parents and be like you fucked up like these are not my aesthetics yeah right you know? like
0: that like, yeah I,
1: I, I mean to, kid, you know I had to instead be, you know row in
0: I guess kids you know? did that but they were all like the kinds of kids that um, you would be well justified in hating like that was like a horrible yeah. thing to do to someone who just like you know got you that cool thing and it's like yeah they they trick people like the I, I remember oh, I forget what it was for I guess it was for like one of the Xboxes coming out oh, years and years ago but I remember talking about it on the show so it couldn't have been that long ago But I recall that, like, one of the things about it was you, like, there was a version of it where you could get, like, a slightly worse version that ended up being, like, significantly worse in some ways. And they were almost identical to each other, (laughs) the two Xboxes. And I was like, there are going to be so many parents who this just, like, ruins. Like, this is going to absolutely demolish a grandma. (laughs) The iPod Touch. Yeah, exactly. Um, Exactly. Yes. So like, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's but yeah, that's right. Like it's if you're if you are if you sort of have an appreciation for what people get you or like are trying to be nice or whatever. It is like one of the most disappointing things in the world and also one of the hardest things to actually keep hidden that you have gotten a game that you have zero interest in.
1: Yeah, fully. And, and like and, and I'm, I'm now that person, you know, we all end up raising ourselves to some degree. And now I'm that person myself where I buy a game. You know, um, on Steam on sale, and I go like, yeah, yeah, like the the people cool people say this is good and all. It's got a lot of words in it, but I can read. I've read. I've I'll, I've I'll, I'll, I'll read before. I'll read again. And then I'm, I kind of go, yeah, but I could just play Hades in a really like mediocre way for fourteen hours and like not progress in it in any way. Um But but I, I also think right. So the consumer electronics core of
0: it, right, really struck me, mm, Yeah. But then, so I did this. I'm glad you, this, I'm glad you cut my, me off there because I was going to recommend a game that had a lot of words that you'd like.
1: <laughs> if you tell me to play that fucking detective game that everybody wants me to play where I'm, I would clearly, I would never play that. What detective um, there's game? There's some game. Oh, what is it called? Um, It's the game everyone likes. The, 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 the Chapo Trap House lads are in. Oh, that game. So. No, no, no. That wasn't the game I was going to suggest. All right. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, I but know everyone's you well like enough to not they. suggest that game. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not reading that much. What am I? I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not, not, three days over Condor. I'm not sitting around being paid by the CIA to read shit all the time. I don't, I can't be doing this. Like, um, but I, uh, no, I, 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 uh, that's a, that's a, I don't know where that came from. Anyway, but no, so they, they had this core of, of consumer electronics. So, so I did this thing with games where I stopped playing them when I was about 12 or 13 because I got more into comics and, uh, uh like, Music. Yeah, that's stuff, that's a
0: reasonable I don't, trajectory. I think that happens to a lot of people.
1: Yeah, don't recommend. Um, I would. I should have gotten into um, uh, buying game stock, stock or something. Um, gotten
0: uh, into instead, being a buddy. terrible person.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I, oh no, believe me. Oh, I, Not so fast. <laughs> I, I was very into being a terrible person, but um, but I, you know, I had a, I don't know, I I had a lot of fucking. I had, I had every pre-geographic novel. Which is oh, well, that's yeah, is, yeah that's uh, it's uh, funny. I mean, because I'm laughing now, because that seems like such a small amount of comics to me now. But at the time, people would like come to my house to look at it. Like, wow! They're um, like, "Oh my god, this console!" But so I got back and then when I was in college. i hadn't played the game, and you know, like, like eight years or something, which doesn't seem like any amount of time at all. And then I, for some reason. Like one of the many things I did to deal to like deal with depression was I started listening to Giant Bomb, having not played games in ten years. Oh, that's
0: a having, that's an interesting move.
1: Having no background in US games criticism at all because I only was PC Zone
0: was my was my job. That's a good one. You know? I found I've read PC Zone because of the book. Like when when I when I'm talking about a game, what I'll often do in the book is I'll look up like who reviewed it and what did the reviews look like at the time? Cause like, obviously I'm not going to read contemporary reviews, like current reviews of, uh, final fantasy seven or whatever. I want to know what people thought about it when it came out. Not now. Um, yeah, which is why I'm writing a book about it now because <laughs> I, I, I think it's worthless I'm the exception. <laughs> yeah. People, people want to hear what I think. Uh, but, um, Yeah, PC Zone showed up a couple of times. That is a good one. I like PC Zone.
1: (laughs) PC Zone was a gnarly piece of information to make its way into my house once a month, I uh, have to say. It's a wild, wild
0: magazine.
1: And and again, it kind of goes towards my um, thinking of games not as cultural objects, even though they had such a huge aesthetic impact on me in some ways, I guess. Because most of the games I played, like everybody, were free demo discs. Oh, yeah, of course, of course my parents had a computer demo discs they were getting computer active it wasn't even a fucking um video game magazine and most of my games came from them or you know like the weird mist thing where like it came free with a printer or something um but uh but like um yeah it was it was funny but pc zone i mean pc zone the the thing that i remember it for well i mean it was probably terribly written but definitely my first introduction to like writing that was Nominally for adults, um, <laughs> marketed uh, to, to adults like, at least. Yeah, nine and ten, and then like the saddest eleven-year-old in the world. They started buying uncut Mojo magazine. I don't think you have them in the you US, know. but they're like dad rock magazines. Oh, oh. Um, so it's Bob Dylan and Elton John are on the cover. Every like month, buying like.
0: Blender or something like that. Way oh. worse. Way oh worse. no! <laughs> like, like
1: buying like classic rock collector kind of thing. Oh no.
0: um,
1: But but I was like eleven, you know. Um, but anyway, but the, so PCs Zone, the thing. I remember, of course, was they included on the anniversary hundred issues a CD of all the best shit that they had ever put on discs um, over the years, which is a really interesting thing to even think about now. Yeah, it know? seems
0: like it would never. Uh, you could never do uh, it because of the changing platforms.
1: It's just, it's just like a strange thing that they were, but one of the things they had on it was the crank calls that one of their columnists had made <laughs> to uh, helplines. And, and I feel like a mean now, but that columnist name was Charlie Brooker. And that's still the what? only funny thing Charlie Brooker has ever done. Um Like Charlie Brooker started off as a columnist in PC Zone. That was huh. his, um. I had no idea for like ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he did. He did some comedy writing, and then he got um, the zombie show, and then he got Black Mirror out of that and whatever and Screenwipe. But no, he was controversial video game journalist Charlie Brooker for like a decade, and um, he got his his piece got dropped because he made a thing called. Lara Croft Animal Cruelty Zoo. I'm nearly sure this is correct. <laughs> but, um, they, there was some IDOS were like, uh, what is this? Or whatever. And they had to, um, amazing. I think you'd agree. Uh, world I built. Unbelievable. There,
0: um, I, I love, I love the way that IDOS is represented in your world. It's just, yeah,
1: IDOS were like, no. So they had to take the, the, tomb raider branding off it so it was just like killing animals oh yes is the joke <laughs> of it. and i think it got done but anyway but so pc's own um yeah that would have been my would have been my introduction to to so i wouldn't have done u.s games criticism at all so i started listening to giant bomb and i was living with a guy who had a ps3 and i played like the arkham asylum and i was i'm a i'm a big comics fan so people assume i know a lot about batman
0: I do, but I like to pretend I don't. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say but, like, you don't fool me. You know a lot about Batman.
1: <laughs> no, I fully fucking know a lot of it, but like I had like I have like very, very important realizations about my my uh my uh, bisexuality early on because of Jean Paul Valley, uh <laughs> the replacement batman um, who who had a robot robot hands? Anyway, he's he's served very poorly in the current uh in the current um as everyone
0: is that's a sometimes john sometimes on patch notes john will tell me what's going on with batman and it 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 bums me out every time
1: it sucks it's like they've got some guy who like is the cia guy still writing it oh yeah
0: i forget that guy who like who was like yes of course part of my career was interning with the cia to create propaganda (laughs) and uh (laughs) <laughs> Venezuela, what's wrong with that?
1: Yeah, it's like, yes, I was an asset, and now I write, you know, <laughs> the trial of the Joker. But like, <laughs> Batman is currently like, the Joker has is, is has merged with Batman in another galaxy and is called the the Batman who laughs or something.
0: But anyway, absolutely b- ridiculous. So, Batman would never laugh.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> exactly, he wouldn't he would even laugh in the faces of his enemies and silently. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> No, and I, 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 I think, um, but anyway, I, I, so I played it and I was listened to a lot of Giant Bomb, and it was so funny because I used to use, because podcasts now a whole different thing, but even back then, uh, and I had had one at that stage, right. because I was a very early mover and or shaker. Which one was, it was that? About, it was a podcast that I'm not going to tell you the name of that you can't download anymore, but it was my comedy podcast where I was trying to be, oh yeah, dude, um, and it had one listener, it didn't. It actually had the most listeners of anything I've ever done, perversely. It had about ten thousand listeners. Wow. <laughs> but, um uh, like um and and I treated it really glibly as well. <laughs> Just really funny and I like deleted it and stuff. Um but uh it's uh, only a couple of episodes got to that number, I don't know how. But uh but I had like listeners in um in in California and stuff. I've deleted this off the internet now, I hope anyway. But uh I got one one the first fan email I ever got. Um, from doing a podcast I married the person who sent me that funny. wow was advice I would give to everybody <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah no so I had already done a podcast and stuff but I was listening to this and I was just wanting it to be about obliteration of like trivia and that's all it was it was just Jeff Gersman remembering shit and me being like <laughs> he remembers so much shit and he like Jeff Gersman likes the same rap music I do because he grew up in the Bay Area whatever But then I remember I actually ended up at the end of my journalism degree intern. So this is not just a history of me, by the way. I'm saying this for a reason. I ended up listening or working in a, in a incredibly dodgy operation. I think just in terms of the way it had been thought out where like both people can put in money. And then the person who wins the multiplayer game gets the money. <laughs> and it doesn't count as gambling because it's a game of skill. And this guy wanted a skeletal, he wanted a skeletal video game blog to um to kind of legitimize this. And that was my work experience. But I remember that they bought out that wild, fucking weird guy. Do you remember they had like the fake CEO of Sony?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, up on the he PlayStation gave this
1: speech that was like, yes, yes. And he gave the speech that was like, we're gamers. And it was like, you know, <laughs> steel and the sun, but for game. Like it was really <laughs> weird. Like it was like, you know, we we all we always we always reload. We always, you know, respawn. We always, you know, say the end. Like it was, you know, it was like the usual shit, ch- but it was delivered in this stirring like kind of um, free core kind of speech way, and people were like fucking screaming and all this. And that's when, to me, this turn where this stuff that was about consumer electronics became consumer electronics um, logic, but applied to the person's childhood. Mm. And that's when it became really rep- weaponized. Okay, right? yeah, where it's like. Was the time instead of saying like, "Is this speaker four hundred euros loud?" Seeing as they're charging four hundred euros euros for it, is like, "Is this property four hundred hours of my childhood that I imagine I spent alone?" beside my friends in my expensive house with my expensive console. <laughs> like, is this worthy of my and and the the kind of veneration. And I mean that's always been a nerd thing or whatever. But to me that was the really big step. I think that's as important um you know, that's as important a thing in all of that weird gamer shit that I ended up following. And I yeah. know it was I know know old man Murray was getting people to, I don't know, care swastikas and to have a hotel. I know, like, the the timeline is all different, but I do think that's important, that there was this... People that shouldn't be in touch with their feelings (laughs) were put in touch with something that they were told were their feelings, but was actually just being an invested consumer. (laughs) Yeah, no, 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 that's exactly right. You know what I mean? It is
0: is the sense of... um... Yeah. that's a really good point. Like it, it's, it's a, it's a I'm trying to think of how to say this, like PC zone or those magazines seem cool to me to look at now in part because they don't have any veneer of anything, but, uh, being a, uh, consumer electronics thing, right? Like yeah. you look at it and it's like, check it out. The new, like, you know Taxi Killer 75 is out like is it worth your money well it'll run on these and it'll it looks great it is this long uh so please decide based on that like that's all they yeah. are and like there's something i don't know there's something like extremely uh there's something extremely like n- normal about that i guess i want to say like there's something just like okay i get what's going on here i know what this is it is not like it, you're just doing a thing where you're trying to sell me something fine. Like I I, totally, you know, works for me, uh, have at it, but like it, it's odd when it becomes like, you know, this is now about your, um, this is now about your like personality. It's about who you are. It's about like, exactly.
1: And and I don't want to, yeah. And I don't want to say that like back in the, in the, the halcyon days of, you know, seven for graphics, nine for shaders, <sighs> six for sound, um, but like, I I, I don't want to say that those days were like free of, like, all of the, obviously all of the terrible shit was still happening, yeah. right? And all of that stuff, all of those attitudes were very ingrained. But this kind of way it was weaponized, and th- the fact the whole thing is about this. Like there are people now who who think of themselves as video game nerds, right? Who wake up every morning smelling terrible, surrounded by Funko Pops. Can I? Um, that's kind of. Can I tell you? I a, can I tell
0: you a story about smelling terrible as a gamer nerd? If if you won't, uh, re- uh please. So my uh my, my my father-in-law, who I won't name, uh, to protect the names, to protect the identities of the innocent, um, because uh, you can call me Joe Friday. Uh, I, um, I, my, my father-in-law works at a high school and, um, it's <laughs> in the high school, they have clubs that have, uh, you know, advisors and stuff. And, um, one of the clubs is a gaming club. Um, and it is yeah. not a snooker and like a bunch of <laughs> Baccarat and stuff like that. It is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. I was good. It's not the,
0: yeah. It's there, yeah. not That's a bunch of James matter, Bonds obviously. hanging out. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. but, uh, but like basically, it's it's the gaming club. They just they they video game or sometimes do board games or whatever. And apparently, it would um, it would it would smell very bad in there. Um, yeah. And at one point, like the uh, the advisor <laughs> had to like had to like get them all together and say like, okay, we've had like teachers come in here like who could barely come in. So you, we're gonna have like a little lecture about. Just like making sure you know how to take care of yourself and like shower and stuff, <laughs> you just like had to actually give give them the like you need to take care of yourself and not uh, not just assume that you like you can just like not never shower because you're a gamer uh, speech. Yeah,
1: apparently those signs are everywhere at furry conventions. Oh. I have I have heard. I mean, I've seen them on the front of Games Workshop. And and comic shops as well. That's strange, man. Like it's 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 um yeah, why it's funny that a, a a culture that claims to and has the veneer of venerating the self so much, right? And it does, that prompts that exists so people can ha- ex- you know, engage in total like staring up their own arsehole for want of a better word, and then think of that as an emotional experience, doesn't value the self at all. Or doesn't value other people. You know what I mean? Like, there's no like because you're, well, you know, you're kind of really yeah. is, everyone else. Is yeah, it's like, total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like like that's why nerd friendships are always so loaded and so strange. You know, and why like there's houses full of people that meet on DeviantArt who all think they're in Harry Potter who kill each other or whatever is because <laughs> they all like they all just
0: um, they're all married to Slenderman just, and that's okay. Like <laughs>
1: yeah exactly there jeff the killer is out there uh with many many um yeah everybody's shipping
0: jeff the killer I, Man I, is <laughs> monogamously uh non uh monogamous or uh, i'm sorry ethically non-monogamous just like just like
1: yeah, David a, if there is any other way uh <laughs> but i yeah like i um i it's funny that i that you were like slender man because that's like you know the adult one that adults have heard of and i was like <laughs> jeff the killer because jeff the killer is like he's funny exclusively the preserve of 14 year old
0: what i like what i like about I, slender man is that there is actually the uh the the mythology at this point that he has like a mansion where he like all of his all of the various people he's married get to live there with him oh that's so cute. yeah it's well, really neat but for Slenderman, i <laughs> yeah, love that's, that's the very nice. slender man <laughs>
1: Yeah, love to have an old slender night, <laughs> but like, listen,
0: um, Mr. folks, if you
1: want to hear more about found footage and uh, uh, whatever. Hundreds of pixelated dead oh, bodies. Yeah. Is
0: where to go? For it. Very, very. Actually, um, but, I will. I will drop the ironic veneer talking about Slenderman. You can only talk about Slenderman, ironically, um, or else he comes and takes you. Uh, you yes. <laughs> uh, to drop the ironic veneer, uh, uh, hundreds of pixelated dead bodies is an uh, is an amazing podcast. Sean won't call it amazing because that's not not no. how not how either of us live, it, but I, I will.
1: I, I will say I I do think there is an amazing aspect to hundreds of pixelated dead bodies which is that I had two weeks off from quitting one job and starting another, <laughs> and I chose to record daily 31 episodes of a podcast about something I had very little interest in up to two days before I was talking
0: about I it. find, yeah, um, the, the amazing thing I find about that is that Lisa didn't immediately, uh, you know, like, lock you in a room with no recording equipment at that point.
1: She She was a bit like... Oh well, he he immediately got another job after quitting, so I guess we, we owe him this. Um, but uh, <laughs> but you'll notice my current sabbatical, which uh, which uh, if you do the math, means that the <laughs> said job didn't go that great. Um, I where I was like, I tell you what, if you never leave a job of your own accord and then do do it twice in six months, you feel like superpower fucking, you know, Mister Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> even though you're totally fucked. But um. <laughs> But I was I was told very, very uh, kind of uh, helpfully by everyone I know in real life um, to not do, a, to promise not to do a podcast in 2021. Um,
0: I remember that I have to say, two of the biggest fans I know of your podcast, which is to say me and Andrew, both also told you not to do a podcast. Um, I have
1: uniquely, I, every single person who likes the podcast contacts me, says it's good, asks if I'm going to do another one, and then tells me not to <laughs> Um, they're like you need to. Like, I don't know how it is. Like, you're like yeah. a knife point
0: horror story. Oh, we haven't. It's never. Uh, Sean turned me onto this podcast called Knife Point Horror, which is very good. Um, we've only ever yeah, talked yeah, about that wanna, on the phone. I think. You, um,
1: yeah, we. I just want to think. Imagine being like, when's this guy going to talk about like proper <laughs> video game games never himself? It seems like a bit, why the fuck is he talking about this Sauronaria thing for half an hour? But um, um, but my like, name you, is crazy.
0: Well, you are like a. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> you are like a uh you are like a sort of narnia protagonist in that like you produce this thing that everyone loves but then everyone has to tell you never to do it again like
1: yeah it's like i'm I like i'm an scp or something yeah. like yeah. yeah but uh but i uh and everyone is a very very strong uh thing but I, but no but i i i this thing about video game you know like these these guys like, it, it, it's, and it's the same with comics now because comics has turned into this big weaponized thing and it's all, it's all just anti any type of inclusivity and, and every single nerd space, I think, really has taken massive steps back, you know. Oh, 100%. Um, yes. And I, and I think part of it is because, and it's just money. Like, this is the thing, like, I think that these people who think that they're kind of elevated, hardcore traditionalists you know and they're, de- they're you're just you're just like uh, uh you're just being conned you know you're not you don't like the people who are taking money off you don't believe any of the stuff correct good or bad that you you believe you know like and that's a really important thing about well dan didio doesn't care if you like,
0: like if you're <clears throat> if you're for like the the truth and power of the medium or something like that and whatever no dan no, didio no, just wants your money
1: <laughs> yeah exactly like it's it's and it's just like it's, it's funny to me to, to see, cause I think, you know, I was thinking about video game criticism and stuff, and I do think that the, if I was thinking about one influential text, right? Um, and I, I was going to go into this more in this episode, and then I remember just before it that Tim Rogers has actually done this pretty recently, but he didn't <laughs> put it this way because he's, He didn't put it this way because he's not an asshole like me, but, um, I think that, like, the most important text in video game criticism to influence, like, mainstream criticism isn't, like, you know, communities of play or, you know fucking flow or something or like you know uh,
0: second mention <laughs> of flow just, uh, yeah. just, just, uh,
1: like, ah, this is why this is why you're the best um yeah man listen i listened to one episode of game study buddies and i want to get my fucking actually no it's a great podcast uh, but is that is that I, cameron's uh, new podcast too I, I uh, forget the title uh, yeah, of it. It's the the ranged touch fellows. Yes, yes, yes. That's um, Cameron. Yeah, do, yeah, yeah. They do. I have to say, yes, Cameron. Comes, yeah, but and um, Michael Lutz. But they, the, the Stephen King podcast they do is fucking amazing.
0: <laughs> I They're both say. great. I, I've, I've had Michael on the podcast. I haven't had Cameron on yet, just basically because we both never worked out our schedules. But um, yes, I, the, I like the them Michael a lot.
1: Lutz. The Michael Lutz episode of No Cartridge, first episode. I wow, the, still an all still an all timer as far as Thank I'm you. concerned. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, I think that the most influential text. On uh, <laughs> mainstream game criticism, is Columbine is the <laughs> Columbine shoe? I think that the Columbine yep, shoe, yep. everything you need to know, the reaction to the Columbine shit, it's all it's all in there. You know, people blaming Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson coming out and saying, "Why don't we listen to the children?" While he went home and kicked women down the stairs and uh, followed them around and said he was going to murder them or whatever, and was treated like a hero for saying, "I know you are, but what am I?" Blaming the—it's the, not just the idea that Doom was part of it because I think t- Tim Rogers in his Doom video goes into Doom and and I wish I'd rewatched it actually for this, but I don't. I didn't have eighteen hours. Um, <laughs> I'm, it's it's a testament to his current output that I'm unemployed and I still was like I don't have the. I mean, I, I pay the Patreon every. I still don't have time to uh, <laughs> to watch it again. Tim, I'm so
0: sorry. But I don't um, have the time to, like, I, There's only 24 hours in a day.
1: Yeah, like come on, man. I, 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 but but I think that the reaction to it and the idea that they were bullies who were sold as the bullied or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and that in the aesthetics of the guns and the misunderstanding of the militarized kind of, like the misunderstanding of them having these militarized kind of clothing on and how say like even industrial K- kdfm culture or whatever like muddied the water but sorry
0: all, i only to mdfmk you know? so i wouldn't know
1: <laughs> that's that's listen that's whatever whatever floats your boat i i um i but but i'm obviously saying oh yeah no because um the uh like you think of industrial culture right and you're like oh it's a more ambivalent taking on of the militaristic kind of clothing or whatever mm-hmm. it's not just hippies wearing army stuff cir- it's not like my dad who wore exclusively army surplus stuff while he was like you know surprisingly close by when the british Ar- embassy burned down or whatever <laughs> you know it's not like a fuck you <laughs> whatever. surprisingly um, the, close by he was just actually you know what it, the 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 real story is even funnier than that my uncle who is um he, he was a he, yeah, he did very well for himself my uncle was all for getting even closer and my dad had to grab him and be like, our dad just died. And we're here on... Uh, we could get kicked out and we'd be both fucked. So we're going to go across the road now. And, and uh, so other people can end up in the papers. As I love my dad, like, at the height of his fucking student activism was like, yeah, but let's not be dickheads. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, but anyway, but it's not that, you know, like... And, and the misunderstanding of the kind of geek figure and the, the, the packaging of it and the packaging of the victims as they like you know of the, them saying like you know it being this kind of atheist you know saying do you believe in god or don't you know the getting blown away and that being a lie yeah, well. she said everything to stuff, understand right. how how emo- how two people in how these kind of dueling emotional landscapes right are are are, are, are monetized is all in the columbine the reaction to Columbine and how Columbine came after and right? everything. And it's still the thing I think about most when I think about how the landscape of video game criticism now, not just, you know, actually it's free speech and pure art that I made a dune level of my high school, because, you know. And like it is, you know, I don't give a fuck. Like <laughs> but it's 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 and it's the fact that it's a yes or no thing that there are no further examination required. You know, right. like and and there are guys now whose whole lives are going online they barely play games they just log on to be right you know against people who won't speak right to, exactly you know? no no, no. yeah
0: like it's it's the it's, it's the youtube thing it's 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 uh it, it's you know i'm 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 a i'm a youtube personality i'm not a gamer but in insofar as i am a gamer uh because i like that's my youtube personality i must also you know i have to put up that veneer and so like yeah it becomes like yeah a, becomes monetizable in a certain way uh, and it's fascinating to me as well that like video game
1: guys who made videos like the the YouTubers that started doing video game streams now do like, you know, I filled my uh, cousin's swimming pool full of, um, you know, Smarties. <laughs> Are they the UK kind or the US kind, you know, dive in to find out when a million dollars like they make all that <laughs> shit now. Instead of moving on to talking about another kind of culture, you know, like I bought this taxi man's taxi and told him that he had to call me the big ass, Um, like all this kind of shit, like Uber driver sucked me off. So like I, I, they didn't move into another realm of cultural criticism, right. right? Because video games, as you said, now that they're much more a medium to hang out or whatever, like the children are on the Fortnites they're on they're on the GTA 4s, you know, they're logging on. Um, to the Habo hotels, and they're. Just, I really, they're I really like
0: that inf- that slight misspeaking where you said they're they're onto the G. Maybe not. Maybe it was an intentional joke, but GT Like a bunch uh, of I, kids I, logging I'm, onto GTA Four would be very funny to me. <laughs> I'm trying really hard to be funny. pulling pulling up pulling <laughs> but, up like a pulling up like an old like weird surfer farm or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you know, we, we're we're in now. Let's all walk instead <laughs> of run to maintain immersion. Um, but. Uh, Deep action button Ah, uh, the, kid, but, uh, the kids kids are alright. Um Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, no, so so like it's it's um it, it's 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 it is funny to me that that, that, that is a kind of, and, and as well like what you were talking about on your um your solo episode, where it was these threads that come about where people are like, well, actually the stuff the canon is wrong and the stuff I like is right, and I've worked out a reason and it seems to be that my video games are an ideal grist for this moral calculus mill
0: right because
1: people have spent a huge amount of time in video games so you'll often find people are more unusually invested in video games than you'd expect because they're like yeah i was basically reading othello when i was like (laughs) you know um saying that the fucking that in undertale the songs were groovy that is the same as engaging with ulysses you know um, and I don't fault it. I think those things are worthy of examination. But now you have the case, which is like nerd shit. You know, it's like comic stuff where you're, you're, you're dealing with this illogical kind of proposition yeah. where everything about comics and everything about comic book movies is all based around being the underdog. And they're, the, they're this just the giant culture fucking death dick yep. that, like, nothing else can be done. Like, sorry, first of all, horrible hot topic thing I just said there. Apologies to everybody. <laughs> I'm not any Penny Arcade. But, like, they... they I didn't know that um, they had
0: uh, parted ways with you. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well let me tell you about some of the practices that happen. on it right uh but i um but uh what a great bunch of lads
0: i will just say. just all great um, yeah every everyone involved in that just uh, really covering themselves with i glory. love to start
1: a charity that doesn't help children but just helps them die in a more fun way anyway um but i yeah like i you can cut that at do i i um i just uh i i think that um these threads or whatever it's just People have invested so much fucking time in yes. this, you know, and, and it's, it's, I, I know, I understand the, the impetus to, or the, the, I understand why somebody would want to see, you know, that this, all the classics or whatever, and be like, that's old dead dick white man shit. I'm talking about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven? Or whatever, you know, like and saying like this is the real you know that flute that arrives on everybody's timeline once every six months to be like, Well, the Greeks, you know, they had a run to run the jewels as well, but go off, you know, whatever but you know. <laughs> like, you know, it's this brick like, and it, they always work for like you know schools, yeah right it's like what like, I love yeah, this I love I, that I, I, I get it I get why you are already smart is like a, 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 an effective advertising thing you know and I think that, that the, the nerd thing that I was talking about it's like people who are into superhero shit they still talk about how they're like th- this this is this thing where they've replaced the, you know this kind of um Consumer Electronics are the sole thing I was talking yeah. about, are like now they would be like, no, even one dissenting review is worthy of a death threat. You know, like, when well, yeah, that, that's I like when uh,
0: Gail Simone was doing that, where like someone was like, someone was like, well, look, you, like, you have this, you, like, Disney publishes you, you don't like, you don't have to do this thing where you pretend like everyone's against you and she's like oh well okay so i guess like it's okay to just like not acknowledge that uh this is really important to people but go off it's like no you don't have to and and like i think that's like i will go off yeah i will go off (laughs) uh so so i did a podcast uh but uh no i think like i mean that's the thing right where like it is it is this sense of um it's a sense of like you know you you um you have to you have to acknowledge it or else you're not really doing the work uh, that they want, that they need Mm. you to do and that you should be doing as like a good ally or a good, good scholar or whatever. Um, And, and ultimately that's like, just not true. Like you don't have to acknowledge something's quality. You don't have to acknowledge that it's important. You don't have to do any of those things um, because that's not really the point of media consumption. It's not the point of criticism. Um, Like the, the desire I think to, to have that acknowledgement comes from, you know the years that people were you know in the academy and in like sort of like rarefied places and being told their their taste and stuff was garbage um but that's just not the world anymore like you get there are so many i'll, I'll say it from like a, a more like sort of uh, uh i don't know materialist perspective like there's so many more jobs in digital humanities than there are teaching the classics right like yeah. you want to argue that like a spreadsheet counts as art um you are going to find a lot of very willing publishers. <laughs> like they, yeah, they exactly. love that now. Exactly. That's just like their deal. So, like, yeah, I, I yeah. think, like, I think you're right. Like, it is it. Maybe, maybe there are like two things here. Where like the one is because I completely agree with your point that that like old criticism of video games or old you know, video game magazines are basically just stereo reviews. Um, but it's sort of like it's it's interesting to think about the stereo review as like the genre when. It's also now like we've we um, lionized the people who did the stereo reviews, right? We're like that was the yeah, days exactly. that like, we you're trying to get back to right, that, yeah, yeah, that was And, and there's loads of YouTube were, channels where people would tell yeah, you where it's
1: like that's what we want to, yeah, get back to. You know, like that's what we want to get back to. You know, that we established the old days when like icons. Fought the good fight of republishing press releases, like <laughs> okay, like you know, it's yeah, it's
0: it's very weird. What I, happened I'm to that, the Rockford Fosgateization of uh, of video games? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, but it is it is this thing where, where it's like people aren't aren't like they there are legitimately people right now who think liking WandaVision makes them Andrea Dworkin. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm first of all Andrea Dworkin. Not without her faults. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not. <laughs> I have read more than one sentence about her, but still, like, it just. For some reason, she was the figure that came into my head when I saw the WandaVision stuff because she had such a fucking, like, horrible. She was so. Such a horrible, weird, complicated figure, yep. right? In a lot of cases. Like, she had. She's a very difficult person to talk about. Uh, I've embarked on it now in a video game podcast interesting choice for me I love it <laughs> you um,
0: know what I, I, I'm, I'm here for it I'm, I'm excited where you're going
1: but like because like, I was reading that collection that last days at Hotslid or whatever and it's like yeah like obviously you know the, 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 the sex work stuff and the pornography stuff is is to me the one of the reasons actually I, I was reminded of or not just one of it, I have I have no idea what WandaVision is legitimately it's just a word to me I haven't watched I've watched two Marvel films Logan and Black Panther, they were both less good than episodes of Relic Hunter I'm
0: sorry i-, um, I you know I, you know what I'm gonna do as your friend Sean. I'm not going to tell you what Wanda vision's about
1: good i g listen I'm gonna guess that there's a little lady called Wanda and a little fella called The Vision, and that they do stuff that's very, very similar to the comic that the CIA guy wrote about five years ago. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like um, I think it is actually based on that CIA guy story. Oh, comic, is right? it like, I don't they're
0: know. just like, it's like, a, it's like a, oh God, it's like, it's, like, it's basically like um, a non-mutant version of the No More Mutants thing, where like there's a whole new world yeah. that's, that's created and everyone's like, oh, this, this whole new world feels like a little weird to me, or like Age of Apocalypse or whatever, where they're like, ugh. Oh. Feels like maybe there was some other world that existed before this, but I can't quite place it. But it's all sitcoms. Too. Yeah,
1: Th- thrilling. uh But like, yeah, I'm I, sorry I, just, I backpedaled I on that,
0: not telling you. But you, yeah, did I know.
1: I was like, he's fucking, <laughs> he's doing it. He's doing. I could see it happening. I was like, here comes the bullet. Uh, but Listen, you open but the like, door. The reason I, I the reason I talk about Andrew Dworkin again. Really sorry I picked Andrew Dworkin because I know. I w- wish I picked any other. I wish I picked fucking. You know um, Gilles Deleuze or somebody. But see, anyway, <laughs> I have more to say about Gilles
0: Deleuze. Um, G- uh, Guy Deleuze so, like, you're you're lucky. Gilles Deleuze. First of all. First I'm, of all, I'm, it's for having me here.
1: And I've, <laughs> yeah, I've got. I'm here and I've got Gilles Deleuze. Yeah, but I um, but a really complicated figure that you can't fucking, you know, thread to 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 you know to fully encompass, right? And also, whose criticism was so clearly wrought from their own experience, and that is a really important thing to do but it also you can tell how that complicates something to the point of it being like past obsession and into something totally different yes yes know? absolutely like and it's really harmful to other people and it's a, a, worth considering and that kind of weird moral grayness and the idea that like because that last days of hot slick collection of andrea dorkin presents her out front as saying like this is not a person who was right about anything and this is a person who was lost in the almost, in the kind of the generational change of the feminisms. Um,
0: my favorite team, the feminisms. Go <laughs> Los over. Feminismos. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> I love when but, they um, wear yes, the um, the jerseys, uh, the alternate jerseys.
1: Yeah, with the little, um, when we get the men jerseys and they say, if you want to have sex about that, let me know, uh, and the, the thing underneath it, and we declare ourselves. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but like, yeah, like, it, it, it is... Um, But, like, it's interesting to have a figure like that, and a figure like that just doesn't fit into, you know, like, I don't know, like, you know, writing for Vice about why Firewatch made you a communist, like, it doesn't, like, it, it, it doesn't fit into, like, that, like, kind of... Discussion about games or whatever, you know, or it doesn't, and that kind of, that, you know, that's one of the things I thought was interesting when you were doing that debate with, um, the, the, the Chapo guy, mm. um, oh, 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 which I, I don't think I, honestly, I don't think I listened to, I'll be honest. That, that's why It's
0: very old at this I, point. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't get the Victrola. Um, I didn't. But I, I I, think around then I was having one of my patented emotional crises as well, probably. Um, so I was probably angry people weren't in a the theater looking at me talking about it. Hey,
0: look, I've but, been there. Um, I, if it makes I, you feel uh, any better, but, people but, on Something Awful said I was the worst part of it. So Wow. <laughs> Authorities in their I, f- <laughs>
1: uh, But I, I think, yeah, I um, it was interesting because it was a guy who was like, I just think games are bad. Yeah you know and that's that's such a taboo so like I uh, like again because I'm from Ireland um, I have no connection to what's the thumbs up guy called he's dead The, the film crew.
0: oh uh, Ebert Ebert, Ebert.
1: The thumbs I've up never guy. read any that is no, that's, that's, I'm sorry that's so
0: crushing <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry you, you, you've done I'm more never... work in tearing down his legacy in that last like Three seconds than like any like you know uh, penny arcade person has ever done. Calling <laughs> but, him the thumbs up guy but, is just
1: but brutal. I, I just didn't have any like in you know interaction with his criticism or whatever you know like I, I and I and I know now. I mean he seems like he has a lot of cool films he really liked and whatever like and, and lots of mystifyingly shit ones he loved, which is interesting. That's how it should yes, be. Exactly, great, great, bu- great bunch of lads. But but like he him saying that like no all games aren't art is interesting you know like that's an interesting world but like there's no way that that would be argued against now there's no framework for arguing against that Yeah, good point that isn't this guy is out to silence latinx twine makers (laughs) right you know like there's no fucking thing and like the people who are doing that don't need that shit either but it's it's like this it's i think the money has gotten in so far to this Emotional idea of video games, that people are so prepared to live and die for companies that just see them as like little ones and zeros on a oh sure <laughs> ones and zeros on a spreadsheet. And like it's, That's not it, it, It's not working.
0: as if it's not as if like they're like those companies don't know it too because like of course like you get people like Naughty Dog um, just saying things like you know what if you like I guess if you're not willing to accept The Last of Us Two uh, as like the emotional jerk maybe you're just not like maybe like you're not ready for games as art if that's where you're at with this game like if you're not willing yeah. to like
1: i want to you keep your keep put your balls of steel in a little fucking basket and cycle yeah, away you right. know like in balls of steel. but like yeah like exactly like you're they're able to say now oh oh you thought that like you're not ready for a game where custom characters can have this is just because there was a bit of union busting mm, seems a bit weird seems a bit weird you know <laughs> like it's it's all this and they don't care no. like there was some streamer that said all this mad like getting people to understand because they're so invested in the idea of companies having pride it seems to be this thing that video game lads enthusiasts or whatever cannot get their heads around and i'm not saying that again I will say, and I, I've had problems with this before, when people are like, oh, you think you're better than... Everybody? I do. Um, <laughs> first off, no, absolutely. <laughs> I just, first off, have you heard my silky, beautiful voice? Of course I am. No, but I, I'm the same. You know, it's very difficult to get around. They don't care. They don't give a fuck. No. Like, they don't, like, it's really, really... And there's so much emotional time and fucking mental time spent on being like, why don't they care? Why don't they have pride in it? No. What matters about a game... Is the fucking like and and it's boring. This is why people are getting really mad at it now because every single big game that comes, it's like oh, every big game that comes out, there's a story about the crunch. Yeah, what do you think? Like, what, why do you think that <laughs> you're is? <laughs> al- you're almost there, like, right? Whoa, and what does that?
0: And like that's but like, that's like the, the that's always the difficult part in talking about stuff like this is acknowledging that there's like a bad part to it, right? That like that yeah. like. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. All these games have crunch. All these games do these kinds of things that, that minimize the people who work on them, that make them feel like they can't be in the industry that, you know, uh, hurt their employees or whatever. That absolutely happens in all these games. And you, if you want to argue that they can be art or that they are art, you have to argue that within that context. You can't just be like, but, I mean, if you think about it, they're actually uh, much more artistic than any of these Scorsese movies. Like, that. that's not, that's not that, now. That's
1: zero-sum shit, yeah, and exactly. And, like, you wonder, every time you see one of those things, like, oh, they hurt people. Because I was looking at this video, I was looking at this list the other day of, like, films that have killed people. <laughs> Um, oh, no. And it's like films that have killed people during the... Not Non-Max, a list, a, Non-Max, a list Non-Max Landis li- division. <laughs> um, but, um... Good God, please. Listen, I, I'm not going to be one to slag off a victim of helicopter. <laughs> but, but like, it, no, it's, it's one of those lists where you're like, fuck, there's a lot of films on this list. Oh, there's some of the Resident Evil films. I love them. I think they're, like, the peak of action cinema. I have to deal with the fact that this guy clearly doesn't give a fuck. Like you know fucking Werner Herzog everybody's favorite meme meme dad like marching people to their deaths oh, yeah. so you can push a boat boat up a mountain you know like that's that's true like he he like that he did that you know like and that it's so difficult cuz people i mean look it's it's really easy to tee up on the Martin Scorsese's gangster films don't say as much to me as you know, fucking, I don't know, whatever. Um, this cooking anime people like it, it's it's easy to kind of bat them aside because, or no, it's not cooking anime. It's always just it's always be Marvel movies. A Marvel yeah. film,
0: yeah.
1: Or DC. Films, I mean, my an, my word. If it was person. cooking
0: anime, I'd actually enjoy that quite a bit more. Like that would actually be yeah. kind of interesting. <laughs> if This almost like
1: that that does that that yeah that bubbles my waffles. Yeah yeah no I I, I suppose yeah but I I started to read a really famous cooking. Um, manga the other day and i said to lisa it was like the first page is the main character getting breastfed recoiling and saying not enough body and i was like i'm not ready for this (laughs) (laughs) like as a as an infant i was like and maybe it was drops of god the wine manga that's very funny Uh, but yeah, it, it is, it, it was great, but I was, I was looking for people to be killed, to be honest with you. Yeah. I was looking for some violence. Um, and Ajin is the one I, I ended up with. Ah, good, so good, good. Or what? Reading, but recommended. But, but yeah, no, so I, it's just, it's so difficult to, like you said, that it seems like everything has to be narrowed down to this one point that you can just fucking bicycle kick through the goal <laughs> of the game. And then you have your opinion. And the fact that it's a game, it's different to a film or a, like they're you know pieces. I don't know. I th- there's still some understanding that there's like different opinions can not of superhero films. No,
0: superhero films are a monolith, th- right?
1: But there's still some sort of. Or people love to debate them, you know. Like, and it's it's amazing to me how they've made these things. Like they have they have functionally. I mean, it's worked, right? Like the 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 however much the fucking CIA were paying Ryan Johnson, like it it has. It has worked a hundred percent because, like, the, the Star Wars. Whether each initial. Now, I haven't seen any of the new Star Wars. I only since. saw the like, one. I'm an adult man. Like I'm, I'm thirty-one. Like I don't know what you think I'm going to see in them. You like, can watch The, the Mask of Demetrius like,
0: again with that time. It's yeah, twice, three times. Of of course.
1: Like, look, <laughs> and again, if you're a big Star Wars fan, I don't care. But uh, but like, if like, I have a big Vincent Price tattoo. I'm a nerd. I am just a different kind of one, but. I haven't seen any of them, but I know that there's entire, there's people whose entire engagement with culture is getting on and being like, that spaceship shouldn't have fucking been there. <laughs> and there's no way they could make a map out of a knife. What is this? Dickhead skill? Like, that every day. And it's just <laughs> one film a year, you know? And, and the internet is such that there's guys that, you know, YouTube, which is, you know, supposed to be the Shangri-La of... Anybody can talk about anything. It's it's. I have to say that you can really see the effect of how much criticism and how much fan enthusiasm has been wielded for money by seeing what succeeds on YouTube. Oh, yes. Like like it's and it's not just like oh YouTube is bad, but it's like no that all of the conversation around something because people like I mean I like my thing that I like my podcast that I made was. Uncommercial, even for one of those podcasts you know um in a way that i was very very arsely proud of because there are lots of you know genre movie podcasts where people do them to get free dvds they they delight in the joys of and and if i had done it slightly differently i could have been one of those guys no one i'm not very good at it so nobody else would have listened to it but (laughs) it was like a point of pride for me to like extract the money from the thing I was talking about. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? like, And it's really difficult. Of course, you know? yeah, of course. Like, I I just, I, you know, when I did the film screening, I didn't charge for it, and it was just, it was more like, I just wanted to, and and it's, this is purely privilege because this is suggesting that there's no way, now, not that when, you know, um, people writing about, when Anthony Lane's writing about a film, you know, famous left-wing uh, critic, Anthony Lane, <laughs> like, that he's not influenced by loads of bullshit, or whatever, you know, or, it, like, Professional critics, there's always an element of like Jonathan Rosenbaum, like obviously is the ideal, but he's got his fair weight of shit as well. Like, yeah. you know, that he's kind of uh, bringing to the table. But the the way that they have taken enthusiasm, the idea of enthusiasm separate from criticism, so the the emotional, the the, the 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 you know the the the, the stereo reviews of emotional landscape, or whatever, that they have honed in on this and made this the whole thing. And instead of criticism, you have secrets that the film has or reasons you're, you know, this is a the secret reason that this works about this film. And, like, the way that people, I mean, I used to think there was no worse thing than horror film fans that were, like, guys who were, like, here are the list of dead women that I am attracted to. Mm. <laughs> um, like, which is, like, most of those guys, right? Like, it's really creepy. But this thing now where, like, young people and, like, not young people, people on YouTube engage with horror films by saying like here's the way to defeat the monster from it follows like you like what is happening right you know and and it's because it's and that's that is comic book logic or that is even video game logic applied to other medium and it's most clear when you see it applied to other medium because you can see that there's nothing there there's no point to like um there has to be a definitive yes or no answer of whether it's worth it or not worth it there has to be a definitive yes or no answer and it's like and stuff like that like the idea the the world they create in which people are all competing to write monsters that are the most realistic and hardest to figure out is just so strange you know? right yeah well it, it also think, it
0: also just like it does the thing where you're where you're saying like well there can't possibly be any sort of there can't be any meaning outside of the like extremely straightforward meaning that I have laid out for this right here, right? Like it, it can't it can't be metaphorical. You can't do it and it follows and say like yeah this is like this is about something else. Like it's not about like this monster and how scary it is. Um, it has to be about this monster and how scary it is. That's how it works.
1: Yeah, and if the filmmaker decided beforehand and they were like yeah this monster is AIDS, you know and as long as they decided that you know and they went to the elevated horror council and the elevated horror council rubber stamped it and they said it was okay you know like then you can make a video and say like well the elevated horror council actually said this. but like you can't you know and there are still i don't know because I, I i say all this but i am prone to saying things like oh you know rear windows the best film about twitter you know it's some stupid thing I but said like, i'm just trying to yeah, think But like, like the difference a dumb that oh, that's actually a pretty good pretty good observation uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks man but like the, the 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 reason i said that is because that feels to me no different than the people who are like let's take something and squat. like i worry i'm doing the same thing right i'm taking a thing i'm squashing it into an idea mm-hmm. or whatever or I'm, but I'm, but it doesn't i don't know it just seems like there are people who'd be like, but that doesn't make sense. It wasn't made around social media. So why would you use it? You know, like it's kind of, it's, it, it, like, and if I wanted to present that, I'd have to say it's secretly about social media. Right. And then I'd have to claim that Alfred Hitchcock predicted social media, which is crazy. Yeah, it's not you true. You know, but right. that's how... But, like, it's that's wild man shit. But, like, that's seems to be the language i have to impose. Like, I'm not saying that anything I say is particularly original. It's not. Like, I have a big um, chip on my shoulder about my criticism and stuff that I never did any stuff in college or third level. So it's all really basic shit. It's me being like, hey, I've just noticed there's a theme here or whatever. But, like... It's just funny that I still resist this language and I think it's the language of money because it's taking away it's taking away consideration and it's making participation mandatory.
0: Well, yeah, right? and the other the other thing that it does uh, that's a really good way of putting it actually I should I should pause there cuz like the the idea of participation being mandatory is really interesting. Cuz like it is it, it like I think one of the things that is lost in um one of the things that is lost in thinking about art this way, right? Thinking about it as like a secret that you have to uncover or like, you know, a rules base that you have to work out or something like that. Is you you lose the the imper the impetus that the critic actually has of having to say like, "Hey, um here's why this like might matter to you." Like not yeah. like not like it's it's like one of those things where it's like you have to tell your audience why it's important or something. Like just literally like, "Okay, here's a thing that might make this mean something to you just like going even that far. Like that's something that you don't have to do anymore. You just say like, Hey, if you're a good person, this will matter to you. Um, and then you just go off. You don't have to, you don't have to do anything else. And like, that sounds like a, a sort of like I'm complaining about the SJWs thing. And it's not, it's more like finally, Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, uh, oh, <laughs> Safe space. We'll save this for my other podcast.
1: <laughs> my, my no cartridge uh, comma bitches. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I definitely, by the way, no offense. I hate that no, word, that's okay. uh,
0: but, <laughs> um, but there, anything for a joke. Um, but the, the, you know, I think like, I think, you know, like the, the, the thing like, it, about all this is is you can you, it's not even like i think it's bad to have like a a progressive or socially just perspective obviously not like i think that's good it's just that that perspective deserves then like a a serious argument it deserves you saying to people like hey like here's why like i think like we can see themes of our current social like you know etc as in uh, rear window and here's why that like actually is sort of like an interesting thing to say which is why like your analysis to to sort of say something nice about you uh the the worst thing i can do to you um no, no. I'm, I'm so sorry <laughs> uh but to say something nice like uh, you know your criticism's good because it it does the thing of saying like hey i noticed this you might be thinking that that doesn't matter uh, it, Potentially it doesn't to you, but here's why I think it's like actually sort of makes some sense to say, as opposed to something yeah. like, like, you know, I like I saw like an El- Ellen keeps being uh, promoted onto my feed. Uh, the the American talk show, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, who uh, somehow weathered the storm of being called out as a terrible person.
1: Wasn't she just going out and beating up people with baseball bats? How is she like still on the television? She just she just, she just
0: steadfastly what? did not comment. And it, it all worked out for
1: her. Wow. I am not evil. Um, people think I'm evil. I'm not evil. Um, anyway, guys, let's
0: dance. I'm, I'm, I'm super nice. I'm, Haven't you seen my shows? Yeah, with...
1: I'm real. Look at look at how much everybody is smiling. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> but like, one of the things that was on recently was like, it was like uh, even Paul Bettany doesn't know what's happening in Wandavision, and it's like that sense of oh, this thing is so weird. No one knows what's happening. Is exactly what you're talking about. Like this this. Uh, uh, economy of uh, YouTube and explainers and like, you know, Oh, so here's what you missed in WandaVision taking the place of people saying like, this is good or this isn't good. Or even, even more so, it doesn't matter if this is good or not. Here's basically where this stands in like a cultural sense or a political sense or like, what are we doing with all these Marvel movies? Why do we keep making them kind of thing? Like no one's asking those questions. Yeah. It's all like, no. So who was that? Th- there's a, I don't know if you if you know Dwayne, um, who used to be collating the bones. Rock, the Rock Johnson, yeah, yeah. The, my friend Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, no, he used to be collating bones. Um, I believe the most like well known thing his account did was the um, uh, the the Homer marijuana thing. Um, ages and ages ago. Oh, uh, Dwayne's very funny. He's a, a very funny guy. Yeah. But he had a um, he had a. Uh, a tweet the other day where he, he was just like riffing on the idea of WandaVision. And, and, uh, one of his tweets was like me watching WandaVision with all my friends. Hey, you know who that is? That's Sam Boner. And he's like, one of my friends who's Sam Boner. And then the, the, the third person, he's like my Marvel friend who, also likes marvel as much as me my favorite dude (laughs) it's just get out of dwayne's basement if you don't know who sam boner is come on (laughs) yeah no i mean that's 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 exactly i I, I
1: can definitely like that's
0: what it is like it's just that it's like your bona fides don't have to be anything like i think about this or i'm like interested in it or even like thinking about like old horror which is as toxic a uh old horror being something like like you know like 90s horror fans or 80s horror fans or whatever like the most toxic possible environment even that would have been something like, yeah, like, here's what I like about, you know, uh, this, here's what I like about Phantasm that I don't like about, you know, X, Y, or Z, as opposed yeah, to... Yeah, it was a
1: real tall man in yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, I, I, I but I know, I, I know exactly what you mean, and it's kind of like, but it's funny, because I think of those sequels and horror and stuff now, is that, like, really weird shit used to kind of bubble up into horror sequels and stuff, because like they didn't really care and they were trying to like a combination of them both not caring and them trying to over note those things yeah. ended up with like uh pinheads pinheads kind of got his own world of warcraft but he kills people in but it's not real
0: <laughs> like, like the eighth hellraiser film is so well, people, weird yeah people it's, it's, like, it's become a cliche but like that film and then the uh the third halloween film are just like fascinating for that like how yeah. those The movies third Halloween film like is, 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 who is yeah, thought about great is because Irish people are the bodies finally.
1: Um but like yeah, it's, it's it, it but it's like but like I mean I always think of John Carpenter drunk at two o'clock in the morning being like, you know what? This and this is how it happened, being like, you know what? He's her brother. Whatever. Like, <laughs> who cares about this shit? And then like millions of fucking billions of dollars, and we're like springing out of that one guy being like, "Oh, who gives a fuck?" Yeah. Um. But but like it's but now like all of this sequence, like you see, oh, the focus group, this constellation of nothing. You know, like and even and it's what what really gets it to me. What really gets it to me is like. That they've taken the pre-existing expectations people have, like, oh, wacky sequel on number three, they go to space. And they've, like, they've just vampiristically, like, taken the idea of those and slopped their shit on that as well. So, like, oh, you know, the Thor sequels are really wacky because the fucking goofy Hitler guy put a funny mustache on everyone. It's like, I need you to eat shit and fuck off. Like I can't, I can't, I won't accept this as like the the wacky underdog. It's still a fucking film made by you, you know. Like because even the way people talk about the, it's it's the fact that they've taken a a a kind of criticism, a kind of of talking about films where there was sort of this implicit acknowledgement that it's all trash or whatever, but we love it, and they made that the only way to talk about it because that removes the idea of like maybe it's actually bad you know maybe it's actively bad like they've taken away like it's like I just love like all these guys who are like um uh, chainsaw you know Wayne and I fucking love trash and it's like every single enthusiast film guy is like some guy that's like I just love gloriously trashy trash shit trash I'm a pig I'll buy it all for $50 blu-rays give me a t-shirt mondo like no, you can say stuff sucks. Like it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and 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 like the the indelible image to me of like current genre film nerds is a guy holding a fifty dollar Blu-ray and telling you it's bad, like that he's bought, like and that's like a transfer of a film he already knew was bad, <laughs> but he bought it because he had to have it. Like that's what I I always think. You know, like and my my favorite film critic of all time, bar none, is Boyd McDonald, and um. Uh no one ever says Boyd McDonald is their favorite film critic of all time in my experience bar me but he is mine <laughs> Boyd McDonald um do you know who Boyd McDonald I do is? Not. So Boyd McDonald I had a very boring YouTube video about him about a year ago um he edited the New York Review of Cock-sucking um, How
0: dare you trick month. me into admitting that I did not watch a YouTube video of yours <laughs>
1: Ha, ha ha. I'm a real Mr. Mixus Pidlick of the um the online friend uh zone. I have to make you
0: say your name uh, backwards now.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh no, now I'm uh now I'm Protestant. Uh but <laughs> no I, I've lost all my powers. Uh but no it's so there's I um so yeah, so he he, he edited this thing called Straight to Hell, which
0: was these. I um, do remember you talking about Straight to Hell.
1: Yeah, men talking about public sex, right? Talking about cocksucking or whatever, cruising or whatever. It's an amazing I love them for various for, for functional and non-functional reasons. They're they're amazing. And uh they're I think increasingly convinced of John Waters' theory that they're all just written by him. <laughs> they're all just written by Boyd MacDonald. They're definitely very heavily edited by him. Um and they're all called amazing things like Wad and like <laughs> Love and Hate for the American Straight so. Amazing guy. Completely, absolutely cracked, right? But his film criticism, what I really love about him, right? He wrote these reviews of, he wrote these like film reviews in the middle of all this. And he wrote for, I think, Christopher Street magazine or whatever. And it's, um, like, it's shit he watched on TCM at half three in the morning. That's his like, that's the kind of stuff he reviewed. So he would be writing these reviews of old films that it would be really difficult to see again if you saw them and instead of writing like oh instead instead of writing this film like and and I think there's a lot of good in saying this film actually has a lot of queer subjects and everything like that Mm -hmm. you know but instead of writing that he would just be like I bet Richard Wedmark has a juicy cock that'd be like the first line and it's like him are talking about <laughs> Ronald Reagan's sloppy ass or something, and then he starts talking about like what the film looks like and how like how obviously how much of a huge like how much of a huge shithead one of the women was clearly was because they kept dressing her in horrible horrible clothes, like. And then he was talking about like the story or or what Elvis meant in this, but in a really funny way. He wrote this amazing, amazing. Um, oh man, he wrote this amazing thing about um, a scene. I wish you could remember. It might be Ida Lupino and someone else. Of just a, he, there's like a 500 words thing about just a scene in the film, a moment where a guy lights a woman, lights a cigarette, lights another one for a woman, hands her the cigarette, and she takes it off and throws it over her shoulder, and it, it, it's like a perfect moment in the yeah. film. But he writes beautifully about it. But he's not telling you this film matters because of this, or he's not like this is a secret, you know. Um, kind of iconic work of like queer right. he doesn't give a fuck he's like this film is all about how everybody wants to see you know what, uh, what Sterling Hayden's dick looks like like he just goes straight to and it's so <laughs> confrontational and funny and his he's like he he's one of those guys who like he's like oh this guy's just taking the pace and then he'll just really casually be like here's three or four films by the same costume designer you might like, like oh you fucking this guy just it's just deadly you yeah know? yeah and, and and he's just the anti he's just so impossible to package into a rip-offable thing you know, he's so impossible to turn into a Twitter thread where it's, like, really weird man who possibly was really either really prodigious at writing pornography or <laughs> invented, like, Reddit, like, <laughs> confessions yeah, he's, of cruising he's the threads. R-relationships, like, yeah. Yeah, uh, he used to write the word straight with a swastika over all of the eyes. <laughs> He'd write, like, these reports called, like... Uh, missives from straight America, and it was just like lists of husbands that had killed their wives. <laughs> anyway, he's he's the best, Boyd McDonald. Like he's not a not a not a wholly unproblematic man. I'm glad I'm talking about him and not Andrew. We've stepped down a little yeah. bit, but still not a wholly unproblematic
0: guy. Well, what I what I like but what I like about I that though him, is like know? there's this way that you know like Boyd McDonald is kind of a, like the the opposite of what you'd get in today's content because it is it is just like it's writing and it doesn't it's writing without uh an audience predetermined right like there's no there's yeah. of course like an audience predetermined in in like imagined i suppose that, that's let me say that there's an audience imagined in these of course like as as there is with anything like to imagine some sort of thing that is audience-less is is just kind of like you know uh, f- fantastical um it's just like it's 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 masturbatory but like the the like these don't require an audience. There's no. There's no step where Boyd McDonald's like, hey, like, wh- who's going to listen to this or who's going to read this? Like, how can I? How can I monetize this? Like, who's gonna? Who's gonna buy this from me? It's more just like, oh, I bet I can think of some people who would like this, and if they don't, I sure do. Um, yeah. And
1: that's like, I mean, he's he was this was his commercial writing. This was his like acquiescence to commercialness <laughs> to pay for straight to hell. I'm pretty sure because he wrote for like, proper magazines for years. This was one of the things that's interesting about about him to me is that he went the other way around. He did professional and really anonymous writing for years and years and years. And then dropped out, basically, of, like, in every sense of the word, straight society. Lived in some shitty rent-controlled apartment, one-room apartment in New York, and wrote his, like insane wine cathedral for like 20 or 30 years, you know, and then died like, and made a lot of enemies and was just a strange man, you know, and like, yeah, exactly, like he's not, he wouldn't, there's no, there's no like, um, you know, there's no grammar for him now, you know, yeah, like even yeah. difficult critics or whatever, there's a way of them appearing or even there's people I know, I'm not going to say anybody's name or whatever, but there's people I know who give these iconic classic reviews or whatever, but they do it in such a way that they keep getting asked back to do it again. <laughs> um, yeah, you
0: know, it's it's sort of like they, and like I say this with love because I, I I genuinely enjoy um, the Giant Bomb guys, not just the ones who were on the show. Uh, Ben's not no longer at Giant Bomb, but uh Ben and Alex are. You know, two two very very nice people. Alex did the live show with me, so like I would never say. I think that. Alex Alex has the best t shirts in in of of, of mainstream. Video oh, one hundred percent. I think also the best music and, and, and seems
1: like a tormented. Because he's such a moral man <laughs> to be in the middle of video games, I always thought Alex was. Yeah, uh, yeah he no, he's was was
0: like a, a lovely person. First guest I ever had yeah. on the show.
1: Um, I know, I, I remember being very impressed. Uh,
0: yeah, well, I, thinking,
1: I, I need guests on my show, and then
0: they mean like, no, 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 I don't. Um, <laughs> it was. But, that, I mean, that's a funny thing to be saying now because, of course, in my mind that was, oh, this will get me an audience. But really, it was a good episode because not of that. Like, this, uh, I think a lot of my yeah. recent stuff is thinking about this problem of like, why am I doing this? Is it to make a podcast that makes money or is it to do something useful and like interesting? And I think the latter is more important, but the, the, the thing I'm saying is like, um, uh, and we should probably wrap up soon cause we're at an hour and a half, but, uh, uh, sure and then I'll have you back and we can do it again. Um, <laughs> to the dismay of the baby, no! you're telling me I pay for this. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the, um, uh, yeah, I think like what, what's interesting is of course, like you, you mentioned giant bomb and giant bomb is that right. Where like, you have your Dan Rickerts, you have your Jeff Gersmans, you have your Alex's, like, it, it is, like, you have personalities, and, like, yeah, they're writing, they're not, like, those personalities aren't determined, they they are their personalities, and, like, it's not, like, a, a work or whatever, but, like, it becomes something of a work because it's, like, okay, who are we going to have review this? Oh, this would be funny if Rickert reviewed it, or this would be funny if, uh like, Alex reviewed it, or this would be interesting if Jeff reviewed it, right? Like, it's not... It's not a matter of like, oh, can we can we figure out a way to like make everyone's voice shine. It's more like, oh, so like we need people to read these, and who will who will I I would assume. I mean, I'm not in the room, but this is even sympathetically. I assume you have to assume this. Like, you know, it's it's about getting eyes on it, and like that's that's yeah. a different thing than what what um what McGregor doing there.
1: Yeah, exactly. Unlike I'm unlike I'm um, it's uh like i i again i listened to giant bomb for years and years right but i do think that there is a thing there that they started that is very much um part of talking about video games now where it's like either somebody talks about something because they're friends with all of the people that make Mm -hmm. them you know and that they're the person that gets to talk about them you know they've ordained themselves um, the, you know, they they're, it's kind of hard to talk about because it's very close to expertise, but it's not expertise. Yeah, yeah. Um, because oh, I was about to say something really crude about somebody using their, their name there and I won't because I respect that you're trying to run a show. Um, but, and then there's the other type, which is way more common, which is like, Oh, it's f- always funny when we get this guy to react to this because we know he doesn't understand it. Right. But then you're into these weird scenarios where like, you know, it's like year six of Dan Riker claiming that like Metal Gear Solid isn't political and it's like it's not funny it's just depressing to me now I'm a independent I do not represent the opinions of anybody else but so like
0: you do represent the opinions of Hideo Kojima
1: <laughs> well me w- w- oh way back like cook crack the two of us but like no like I I, I just um I just think that uh I don't even think that's the phrase fr- anyway that, that, but like that seems like a phrase know, it, it's it's one of those things, it's one of those things where it's like, I would never, you know, it's it's just so depressing to me when I see somebody and the reason you're supposed to be interested that they're, I mean, there's exceptions, you know, like, like this is really out of character for me, right, but there's a YouTuber called um, Jenny Nicholson, mm. who talks mainly about Star Wars and shit I don't care about, but she did a couple of videos recently and one of them was her talking about Vampire Diaries for two and a half hours, the TV mm. show, and it was really funny. And it reminded me of how I used to watch TV shows in college. And it reminded me of how I used to take in TV in college, which was like, it was there. Like, she wasn't putting herself across as an expert in it, but you know, like, or anything like that. But it was like, this is sort of, this is kind of better criticism than people that are like, I've gone in deep and I've figured out the secrets of all this. It's more just like... This is, this is like, a list of, like, glib observations I have. And it's so funny that, like, how things are now is in such a state that I'm basically saying, like, all the stuff Charlie Brooker used to do is, in fact, the height of what we can expect. (laughs) Um, I did feel really self-conscious, though, because there's this YouTuber, um, he's an Irish guy who talks about anime, who always sounds like he's about to cry. Oh. Um, And his name is, like, uh, oh, what's he called? Chinstrap Wolf or something. And he's, like... He does a thing where he talks about what he likes, and he named out both that Jenny Nicholson video and the Tokimeki Memorial Tim Rogers video, which I believe is still going on. I started watching it sometime a couple of weeks ago. But like, um, I I was like, oh, I like the two same things as this guy, and he's Irish. Does this mean I also um, should be jealous of this guy who gets a million views for being like this very popular anime? Is is good? But you know, that's that's me. You know, that's that's a, that's a problem in my head. Um, and I think that that's a whole. That's a whole. That maybe I could come back and talk well, about so, how I'm an insane. Well, person. one thing I want <laughs> no, you to come I back, back and talk about
0: on uh, a Patreon episode, so we can we can maybe like meet up next week and and talk about this is, um, sure, uh, games you're playing, or games you think about playing, or games you have played. Um, cause I, we never talk about that and that's not a problem. I'm, I don't care, but, um, I, I feel bad. No, no, please I, don't. I'm,
1: I'm like, I'm like the crap Alex Deegan. Like I come on, I'm like, I haven't played anything, but I've got some stuff to say. Um, but like, yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, you know it's, what? It's I am be fine. very, like very happy being the crap Alex Deegan. Uh, uh, but, uh, but yeah, yeah like I, but I have been playing, I tell you what, I, I have been playing, I have more, unfortunately it's Hitman, which I think he came on and talked about before, but I have a lot of Hitman. And told have you been about enjoying Hitman
0: 3? But... Oh,
1: yeah, to an extent. Okay. Um, I've yes, heard it. Yeah. yeah. It
0: well, that's what we, that's that. I mean, that'll be the first thing, but I, you know, the one thing, the one yeah. thing I, um, I think is, is interesting. In what you're saying there is like, there you're just like, I think that what I've gotten out of this conversation the most, um, which is to say I, I should be upfront with everyone. Um, I always get a lot out of my conversations with Sean, and I don't. Uh, I, I stop caring in these episodes whether or not the audience does. So sorry, um, <laughs> but I I
1: I would like to individually apologize to both of you who saw my name instead of click play.
0: <laughs> like um, to apologize to Andrew Alex, and sorry, the uh, strange other person. Sorry, <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, but the you know like the one thing the one thing I think is um, one thing I think is funny is like. Not funny, but like uh, telling um, is this way that you're able to distinguish between like, okay, here's like an idea I have that I think is kind of interesting. Uh, Here's an idea I have that's interesting, but not worked out. Here's an idea of like what would be like pure content. And here's sort of just like a neurosis. Right. And like I feel Mm. like I I mean, I I also have all of these things going on in my head all the time. I I totally understand them. I'm not trying to make light of that because like it's something that that kind of listy contenty way of criticism uh, tries to just combine into one urge. Like, yes, this is something that I haven't thought about too much. Yes, this is something that I care about deeply. Yes, this is also something uh, born from a grudge. Um, Yes, this is also something that, like, I think could make me some money. And it's like that's – that makes really bad criticism. I'll just be upfront in saying I think that makes really, really crummy criticism because it's not – it's not thoughtful about the self. It's not self reflexive. It's not, you know, to coin what I was talking about before, it's not asking why in any sort of like plausible or interesting sense. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and I can promise anybody who's listening that I have never once thought this will make me money when I've created anything
0: I've ever it's created. It's part of the reason to my extreme detriment. Part of, part of <laughs> the reason why your shows are so good because they're clearly not like you're just, you're not interested in, con, in like making them content. And just like here,
1: this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, thank
0: you for being so nice. About oh, that. oh God, I, appreciate no, it. I love them. Um, but yeah, no, I, yeah. I, do you have any? Do you have any? I, 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 accidentally brought us to a close there. I'm sorry, that was not my intention. Um, Very professional. Well, a man of the. i man of the academy. Oh God, um, I, 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 uh, a consummate host. Oh, I, I, no, uh, I just, I, I, I just love to do my best. Uh, it's my favorite thing yeah, in the world. What have there been any? Is there anything that you would love to touch on before we leave, or anything that you have been enjoying recently that you would like folks to know about?
1: Anything I've been enjoying recently? Fuck, that's weird. Okay, I uh, um, Yeah, like, I know it's, it's a um, weird question. <laughs> yeah, so so I I read um, I read this book um, called uh, Wrong, um, which is a. Academic look at Dennis Cooper, who eh, I realize now, if you don't know who Dennis Cooper is, um, I'm laughing because it's literally the least suitable person to throw somebody into uninitiated. Basically, he's a very specific, quote unquote, transgressive um, novelist who writes books mostly about teenage boys being dismembered and uh, extreme gay sex and stuff, but is amazing. He's probably my favorite novelist. Um, His book, The Slut. Very explicit, very difficult to read, but if you have a stomach for it, the best book about the internet, um, and it actually is written about the internet, it's a murder mystery that takes place entirely in the reviews and then uh, discussion rooms that follow the reviews of a male escort website in LA. Oh,
0: interesting. Um,
1: fan, fan, fantastic book. But I read this book wrong, which is like a critical biography of him, which I thought was quite interesting because it was clearly trying to balance looking at his work and also where he was in his mm. life at that time. Um it was a bit of a kind of a <laughs> head fuck for me because I love his novels and he only became a novelist maybe like 40 years into his oh. life. So I had to read about a lot of poetry which is always very unfortunate for me. Um but no his poetry is actually quite good. But uh, but I love I love Dennis Dennis Cooper. Um the unmade fourth video <laughs> on my abandoned YouTube was going to be about Dennis Cooper but I I that that book wrong um you would kind of have to have a bit of a stomp for the hard stuff because it's about dennis cooper stuff but it is a great look at kind of transgressive literature so and then in the 80s and 90s in both new york and la and a kind of that sort of scene with kathy acker and Note,
0: noted kathy acker stuff that, fan me I, I i am i am on <laughs> oh, record really? as as like in kathy it's Someone, that, someone that I was um, extraordinarily skeptical of and then did uh, a whole chapter on my dissertation on her and uh, ended up coming out of it not like, disliking her more, which was my plan, but uh, liking her quite a bit more. She's great. Excellent. Well,
1: that's cool. I, I, I think that's. good. Cool. I think definitely she's. That's that would line up with my experience with Kathy Acker as well. It's kind of like, oh, you, this is clove cigarette bullshit. But no, it's, yeah, it's actually uh, really smart. Yeah, like,
0: you're just like, let me explain why this is dumb, and then you get there, and you're like, oh boy, it's actually like super smart.
1: Oh no, <laughs> but there is actually a great letter from Kathy Acker to Dennis Cooper in the book, where she's just like. You're just really bumming me out with this stuff. <laughs> like,
0: it's just
1: all these murder teenagers. And he's like, Yeah, it's just my thing, I'm sorry. Um, but uh but it's it's a really, really interesting look at how to at the kind of the surrounding context. So especially sorry, I know this is going on really long, Trevor. I'll, I'll wrap it up now. Okay, don't worry. Uh, but especially if you've read um a book called Paul Takes the Form of Mortal Girl, I think that's what it's called, a brilliant novel, which is about kind of queer literature in America. In the eighties and nineties, and, and and zine culture, and how all these different things interact, and this kind of um, uh, yeah, the, the, it it really fills in a lot of that history in a really interesting way. You know, there's um, yeah, I just think there's a and really really amazing stuff about poisonously homophobic poetry journals um in the, that are ostensibly left wing in American eighties, and it just like there's a big chapter on J T Leroy which. Is also very interesting to read about. And yeah, so Wrong, even if you haven't read the Dennis Cooper stuff, I recommend it. But I will say you really have to have a very strong stomach for his novels. So I'm sorry, but that style, the, the critical biography style, is something I'd love to read for many authors. Um, and uh, and I really enjoyed
0: it. I am Absolutely. excited for the person who picks that up, assuming it is a uh, a critical biography of Dennis Hooper. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <I really laughs> Dennis Hopper. Please don't
1: think yep. that. Uh, Dennis Hopper, yeah, or or, uh, or a book about nothing. <laughs> I'm the only, only person who would think that's right. I mean, in but, fairness, uh, but, yeah, if you're
0: recommending it, that means that it very well could yeah, be.
1: Yeah, they're like, surely, surely. Um, the actual, the, the I, my favourite bit of the book is the artwork wrong that he took his inspiration from is, is close to the front. It's an, an amazing photograph as well, but some artists. But I, I seriously, I would, I love that style of critical biography, so... It was uh, oh, great.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it sounds fantastic. I will. I will. I'm going to try and read. I'm going to try and read the sluts, and then I'll try and read that. Um, I'm not. familiar. I,
1: I proceed with caution. But well, I mean, I,
0: I did a whole I did do a whole dissertation chapter on Acker. I, I, I her work tends to get a little grisly.
1: You I I don't I don't want to be. Please this, don't. No, I don't no, no. I'm not great.
0: expecting. I'm expecting this to be more grisly. Don't, don't worry. Uh, uh, yes. No, yeah. No, no. I, I
1: I would really, really, if you have any hatches at all, batten them down. But yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I love battening down hatches. Um, all right. Well, uh, my recommendation will be for, um. I'm just going to do, we're going to I'm just turning this podcast into Comedy Bang Bang now uh, because we talked about it initially. Uh, no. Um,
1: Finally. Can I have some money? Please? <laughs> no, no, sorry. Just, um,
0: just like Comedy it's Bang Bang, it's Bang, I shan't be paid. just pay.
1: like Comedy no, Bang no, Bang. I think they,
0: I think they um, do pay. Um well I mean some of the people who need it I I don't know if they're paying like you know Paul Rudd to be on or whatever but uh in, in any case um uh no I I I will I will go ahead and recommend the podcast that uh Sean recommended to me which is Knife Point Horror which is uh just great if you if you at all care if you at all enjoy spooky stories of any kind um troubling stories interesting like examinations of dark things or whatever and have Uh, Patience with uh, the flaws of an interesting, unpolished author, um, who is like probably my favorite horror author going right now. Um, Totally listen to that podcast. It's really good.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's important to emphasize that like like that was quite a good even handed recommendation. But like. Trev and I are on the brink of starting a knife
0: point Power <laughs> recap
1: podcast where yeah. we listen to every episode and say it's good. Like that's how much we oh, don't it's so like good. it. so good. Yeah, end. just like
0: yeah, just so, yeah. oh, it the the podcast is just going to be called "Do you remember that one?" And never-
1: yeah, yeah. Or what about the one? What was your man's name in that one? <laughs> um, but yeah. My name is Baker City, uh, but like, yeah, yeah. It's anyway. That great recommendation, and I and I think that's more palatable, slightly. Slightly. Okay. Opinion. Well, I'll take slightly.
0: Um, well, all right, John. Uh, come back soon. We'll we'll do that Patreon episode. I'm I'm wanting to do more of those anyway. So uh, you would be a good first person to start with. And um, yeah, uh, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, delighted to be here. Thanks. Very right, much. Talk man. soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to No Cartridge. If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash No Cartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.